guys. Welcome back to Mostly Balanced with Mia and Carly. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Mostly Balanced with this week's mini episode. Your first episode as a 30-year-old. Yeah, it's a a really big week for me. So this comes out on Friday. My birthday was on Tuesday. And this episode is in theme. It's all about what I've learned in my 20s. Which I think so many of our listeners will love to hear about this because we have a lot of people in their 20s and in their 30s. And those years between 20 and 30 and so on, you learn so many things. I feel like those are such pivotal years. So I can't wait to hear what you have to say. Yeah, I feel like this is really similar to when we ask our guests, what is advice you would give to your younger self? And like, we all have this amazing advice for our younger selves, but it's a mix of like, we probably did hear it. And if we gave it to our younger selves, we probably wouldn't take it. And also like, if we didn't live out our lives the way they were, we would probably be different people. So this is more of like a funny reflective list, I think, but definitely some good pieces of advice, I think. Yeah, that's so true. I love when guests say that if they didn't do the things the way they did, then they wouldn't be where they are now because I totally agree. But on a similar note, I do think there are a lot of things that I could have done without. (laughs) Yeah, agreed. (laughs) And I might be in an even better place right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you never know. (laughs) So I'll start off with some things not to do in my 20s. So we'll start with a good one. I think this is advice that's probably applicable to everyone, but don't compare yourself to other people. I spent so much of my life worrying what other people thought, comparing myself to others, needing validation from other people. Like we've talked about this before. Like I've mentioned this maybe in terms of relationships, like I always liked someone who was vetted by someone else, but really in any situation in your younger years, especially when you're like getting into the the job market and like starting to work, it's like you're always, I feel like I was always comparing myself to other people where they were. Did I pick the wrong industry? things like that. So I wish I just had a little more confidence to stay true to myself and not really worry about all this chatter or what anyone else was doing and just like follow the path that I felt was true to me. Like you said, that applies to everybody. But I do think that those years, especially in your young 20s, post-college, if you go to college, I think that that applies to them so much because it's when everybody is really like making moves to figure out what they want to do in life. And you're really feeling like an adult and it can be really easy to compare yourself to other people, whether that be like your older siblings or people you want to be like, or even just your peers that you go to school with. Yeah, totally. This is really similar, but it's not to let other people's thoughts about you affect you. So people are always going to have thoughts about you and always give advice. And I feel like so many times in my life, I was too scared to do something because I was worried about what other people would think, whether it was like a relationship choice or even starting this podcast. I don't think I would have done this in my early 20s, being so concerned about the image I have or what other people would say or are people judging me, all things like that. So I think that's just advice I could still use today. Yeah. And I think that it could go kind of both ways. Like I think that I did a lot of things because they were what people thought that I should do or what people expected from me. So I think that you cannot do things because you're afraid of what people will think. And you can also do things because you know, they're what people want you to do. And that definitely isn't productive. Like if you don't want to do something like live for yourself, don't live for how other people see you. And we've had guests talk about that too. Like then you become, I think it was Zoya who talked about it, then you become like the girl who's good at sports or like the girl who always got good grades or the girl who went out with a lot of guys or things like that, because it's like what people expect of you and how they categorize you. And it can be really difficult. Those are such formative years. So try to live based on what you want to do and not what other people expect you to be. Yeah, 100%. And then this one's funnier. 
don't have a serious boyfriend in college or in your early 20s. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, date around, have fun. But one of my biggest regrets is getting into a serious relationship that lasted me all of my college years. And then up until I was like 26 years old, I feel like I missed out on a lot of like young, fun dating experiences. But at the time, I mean, like maybe they wouldn't have felt fun and I would have wanted the security of a relationship. But all in all, I just think that I put a lot of stock and a lot of energy into one very long relationship that like wasn't even a great one, like was always letting me down and made me feel negative. So I feel like I just lost a lot of my 20s in that. Yeah, I will say that I think that they actually are really fun at the time. Those experiences like dating when you're in your young 20s, young mid 20s, however old you are in your 20s, dating around is definitely so fun. But I almost feel like looking back, I almost wish that I had more longer term relationships during that time because I feel like you do some stupid things when you're single in your early 20s. For sure. I mean, it is kind of like I feel like my parents always loved that I had a serious boyfriend in those years, like when I was in college and first move to New York. Like, yeah, it's fine. Like, I'm not going to be hanging out with strangers, but I feel like I missed, you know, the time it's appropriate to do that. <laughs> not like I'm wishing I <laughs> I mean, yeah. it sound like I want it now. <laughs> no, that was the time for you to do that. Yeah. I feel like like, and that was missed. I would definitely agree with the overall advice. I just needed to note that it was really fun. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. <laughs> and similar, don't stay with boys who cheat on you. I don't know who needs to hear this. I don't know how loud I could say this, but I've talked about this on here so much. It comes down to, I think, your self-worth and your confidence and what you think you deserve in relationships. And I've also talked about how you can fix cheating if it happens. But if this is something that happens consistently in your relationship, you're above it. Just move on. I've done the thing where I found out that someone cheated on me and had an argument and broke it off. And then I ended up coming back to the person in a few months and then the behavior just repeats itself. So for anyone who needs to hear it, you are worth so much more than being in a committed relationship with someone who is not prioritizing you and is cheating on you. Absolutely. And even beyond cheating, just don't be in an on and off relationship. Yeah. We talked about the break. Don't do it. And lastly, another funny one, don't go tanning. I went tanning. <laughs> I mean, this well goes back to like more high school than 20s. I think it was like high school and early 20s. But I knew that my 30-year-old skin would be really angry with me. I knew that and I didn't care about her. And now here I am, <laughs> the 30-year-old me with probably more skin issues and needing a better skincare routine than I might have if I didn't go tanning. Yeah, that's really good advice. And even like have a skincare routine. Yeah, have a skincare routine. I don't think I owned moisturizer in college for my face. Yeah, I only did because I worked at like a skincare company, but I definitely didn't, by no means did I have like a routine or any type of ritual. I was just like, I feel like I laughed at myself for using eye cream because I was like 22 and I definitely didn't need it. But you kind of do for preventative things. So yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Yeah. So those are my nice little five do nots for your 20s. I don't know who is still going tanning, but that's an aside. A lot of people are, I think. I want to hear your do's. Okay. My do's are kind of similar, like kind of a lot of the opposites of the don'ts, but follow what makes you happy. So letting go of all the things that you feel like you should be doing, which you just mentioned, like 
I feel like I should be in this career. I feel like I should take this job. I should be in this relationship. I should stay in New York rather than move across the country to LA, which is something that I didn't do. And just follow what's making you happy. So many of the guests we talked to today gave the advice of how they got into their dream career or founded a company or they're doing something they love is because they paid attention to what was actually making them happy and they just did it. So I think if I started following that advice and paid a little more attention to those things when I was younger, I might have just found my passion a little earlier or found like a job I loved much earlier than like floundering around following what I thought I should be doing. Yeah, that's really great advice for sure, especially for people of that age. Yes. And this is similar, like working on self-development and yourself. I feel like so many of the conversations we have today, so much of the conversation I even see on Instagram or other podcasts is all about mental health. And there's so much emphasis on personal growth, like normalizing therapy and life coaches, even manifesting. These are things I didn't know about when I was in my early 20s or even care about, like focusing and putting a big emphasis on myself and self-development and even having like any method of self-care or no, no, I feel like I just wasn't as tuned in or as present or aware of myself. So I wish I had a little more like more resources around that to do it then. Yeah. And in your defense, I think it also wasn't talked about as much. So right now, I feel like it's really lucky for people who are younger to be able to have access to all of those things. Even like, I mean, I know people have a lot to say about social media and how people in this generation spend too much time on it. But there are a lot of great resources on there. And there's so many great influencers and brands who use social media as a space to really uplift other people, especially in the realm of personal development. And whether that's through like spirituality or things like journaling or everything like that, I definitely agree with you. I think about that sometimes that I kind of wish I had more of those practices when I was like 25 than I did because I definitely didn't prioritize it. Definitely agree. I think I had some like I like to journal and was aware, but definitely wasn't like a practice of mine. And then save money, a big one. I did not do that. I wasted so much money on dumb clothes and like beauty products and just all these things like I just wasted money. I didn't set up like any sort of savings account. I didn't use any type of app to save money. Granted, I was making like little to no money and was living paycheck to paycheck. But I also could have like maybe lived at home for a little longer to save that money right out of school again when it was like appropriate to do so. But I also loved living in the city. But there's just so many different ways that I could have saved money and been a little bit more conscious to not just be wasteful and do things I didn't need to do. Yeah, I think learn about money is like a huge thing. And maybe Maybe like take a course on money management or just like talk to somebody, a financial advisor as like weird as that may sound, because I do agree with you that I really in my 20s was living paycheck to paycheck, like absolutely a thousand percent, like couldn't save money, I feel like. And Mm -hmm. even like in college, because I was living in an apartment in New York City and had a job all throughout college, I feel like I was just always working and it was never going into a bank account. It was always going into like rent and like living. So I definitely think that saving money, like you said, is really difficult, but even just like taking time to learn and more about that so that as you do get older and hopefully feel more secure, you'll really know what to do with your money because definitely in the past, like as I started to make a little bit more and be able to afford a little bit more or like if you move in with somebody and you have like more expendable income and everything like that, I definitely wish I knew a little bit more about like how to do that because I feel like as you Mm -hmm. start to get raises, it's like, wait, but why do I still not save money? It's like because you just start buying more. 
Exactly. I use an app now, Digit, which just is linked to your bank account. And it just takes out small amounts that you won't, wouldn't even notice. It's like $375. Then the next day, maybe $24. So it comes out like kind of naturally and they monitor your own spending behavior. So they pull it out at a time that like you wouldn't notice. And then I don't look at it. I don't have notifications on it. And I'll just check it and I'll have like thousands of dollars saved. So I wish I started that when I was younger. I'd, I've saved a ton of money with that now. It's a good tip for anyone who wants like a silent saving app in the background. And then travel. I wish I traveled so much more. I just talked about saving money, so I don't know where I would have gotten the money to go on these trips. But I think that's just so important. Even in college, I opted to do a summer abroad for six weeks rather than a full semester because I was like too sad to leave my college for three months. And I feel like that was a big (laughs) waste of time. So definitely any opportunity to travel, definitely take. I wish I did that more. Even trips with you. I was like, I want to wait. Let's wait. I don't I feel like I don't have money right now. But that's what you should spend your money on. And I wish we planned that trip pre-COVID that we didn't end up going on. Yeah, well, we'll plan it very soon now. I feel like there's a light at the end of the travel tunnel, but I definitely agree. I didn't even study abroad at all. And it was because I transferred colleges and lost some credits and wanted to graduate on time. And like now when I think back, I'm like, why, why did I want to graduate on time? Like, why didn't I want to stay there another semester? Like, but I kind of like that now being able to travel more. I think that I'll, I'll be I'll get more out of it traveling now like I have when we've traveled together and other trips I've been on than I would have if it was like while I was like a 19 year old in college. So that's true. I think that, yeah, there's a lot of trips in our future, but I definitely still recommend, I feel like during your 20s, some of our best trips were when we were both in our 20s. So yeah, exactly. In your late 20s, because the trip I did go on in college, we were in Paris and the group I was with wanted to go to McDonald's. So that's the type of trip you might get if you go in your early 20s, but late 20s travel as much as you can. Yeah, definitely. And then my last piece of advice is just to be open to new opportunities. I feel like I might have been a little closed-minded or had my set group of friends or the boyfriend I was with and I just didn't have my mind open to other that other things were out there. So if it's career or friendship or even moving to a different city, I think those are the years where I think you'll look back and say, I thought it was like too late then to make this leap. And then 10 years later, and you're like, that was exactly the time I should have taken this leap if it's like a career change or moving so many different things. So I wish I was just a little more open to what else was out there than like stuck in the bubble I was in. Yeah, those are all such good tips. And they're all things that you can bring into your 30s too. So if anything comes up that you want to do now, do it. Otherwise, 10 years from now, you'll be having the same conversation. Yeah, exactly. I'm acting like 30s is like this whole different window where none of this advice applies, but it still definitely does. But thought that was just a nice way to wrap up the five do's and five don'ts I had as I enter a new year and reflected on the past decade. Yeah, I love all of it. And definitely if you're listening and you're in your 30s, let us know what you learned in your 20s. If you're in your 20s, definitely let us know how it's going. (laughs) We're we're rooting for you. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you so much for listening. And Mia, thank you for sharing your tips and happy birthday. Thanks. See you on Monday for another episode. Thanks for listening. 